welcome to R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am Lord Amadeus, the owner of R.A.W.F. In the game we all know and love as wrestler Unstoppable, my co-host, he is the legend himself. Ladies and gentlemen, he is El Vacant. Good evening, El Vacant. Como esta, mi amigo? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So, we got a lot to talk about tonight, a lot to cover. We got, oh, boy, this is incredible. So, let's start, if we will. I'm sure everybody would like to know the early rankings. So, El Vacant, would you be so kind? Sure, I can start there. It's Oh, wait, I, you gave me you gave me the ranking. Uh, here they are. All right, here, here we go. Okay, so uh, this is this is pretty early. Well, it's actually not that early. It's halfway through. Five out of ten matches because you know it's a short month. Um, so five out of ten matches is just halfway through. Uh, that gives you some idea, you know, of what's going on. All right, in twenty fifth place we have. Oh, there's a name I haven't seen on here in a while. Our uh, one of our one of our favorite GMs, the Razor, is on twenty fifth place. In 24th place, we have our Platinum Dragon Champion, Lady Vex. In 23rd place, we have Strangleheart. In 22nd place, we have Psy. In 21st place, we have our Powerball Champion, Ola Cougar. I see you out there. Uh, in 20th place, we have the Insane... Wait, that's not right. It's not Insane. It's Iceman. Why did they say Insane? The Iceman King Parson. That's right. In 20th place, Iceman King Parson. Not Insane. Well, I mean, maybe he's Insane, but he seems pretty rational to me, so I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm no, I'm no doctor, though, so I can't, you know, I digress. All right. In 19th place, we have Prince. Oh, that's kind of good. You know, When Doves Cry is a great song. I think that was really awesome. I'm not exactly sure when we hired the little guy. You know, he's pretty small. I don't know how he would do well in the ring, but he's apparently doing okay. He's 19th. All right, in 18th place, we have, oh, here's a name we have. I also haven't seen in a while, The Beardy, and he is aptly named. That is, if you've never had a chance to, like, get up close and personal and really look at that beard. First of all, he loves that. Second of all, it's amazing. In, uh, all right, sorry, where is it? In 17th place, we have our current world champion, Claymore. Don't get really close to his face. He does not like that. All right, um, and then in 16th place, we have Scythe. In 15th place, we have everybody's favorite Texan, the Redneck Avenger. In 14th place, we have Mr. Clean Living himself, Uber Vegan. In 13th place, we have the man with a plan and a gun that shoots cans. That's right, bees in 13th place. In 12th place, we have our Fubar City champion, the Domino Warrior, DW over there in 12th place. In 11th place, we have our estrogen champion, it's Tigris over here in 11th place. In 10th place, we have, again, there's a name we haven't seen in a little bit, but, you know, I guess not stunning after certain things have been said lately. In 10th place, Uncle Frank, right there with a growl and a bullet, I guess. In 9th place, clickety-clack, it's a hobo attack. That's right, hobo Ezekiel is in 9th place. 
in eighth place, our our new fashion template guru over here, the Teflon Chic. In seventh place, Mr. She set everything on fire himself, Aggie. Good for Aggie. I haven't seen Aggie up in the top ten in a long time. In sixth place, we have uh, the, the Brick City Bard himself, uh, Liam O'Shaughnessy. I'm sure he'll write a poem about it. In fifth place, we have our current White Lightning champion, Mithras. In fourth place, we have the power player himself, Luke Cage, and I'm sure he can respect that. In third place, we have Hachachas. Still fun to say. In second place, we have, oh, look at that, our national champion, Paragon of Greatness. And I think number one's going to make number two pretty happy, especially with recent things that have been said. In first place, halfway through the season, our champion's choice champion, Killer Neptune. That's right. The tuna of the sea is in, in, in charge of the pack right now. So there you go. That's your first, their top 25 for the first five matches of the 10 for the season. Halfway through the rankings period, that will lead to Immortal, will lead to contender matches at Immortal. And you, you mentioned how, you mentioned what was said uh, that meeting that the brother, that the Opaque Brotherhood had a few short weeks ago, where Paragon uh, basically said, Killa, you, sh- you need to win the world title this year. This, that should be your goal. Well, Killa Neptune's certainly uh, well on his way. Uh, number one after halfway through the rankings period and Paragon not far behind. And then, like you said, Uncle Frank also up in the top 10 for the first time in quite a while. So, yeah, uh, the Brotherhood uh, making making a surge here uh, towards Immortal. We'll see what happens as the weeks continue. Um, and, yeah, some names on there like the Beardy, uh, TP or Uber Vegan, Redneck Avenger. They've they've been uh, Razor. like yeah, Aggie. You know, Aggie. there's some names on here that you know we haven't seen for a while. Let's we'll see well, what I have happens. To be honest, right? I'm going to be honest. The most shocking thing I saw in this whole list is Aggie being in seventh. I mean, what can you say? Aggie, Aggie's been. Uh, I, I want to has... say he's on fire, but that seems redundant. Please don't do that. Don't mention Aggie and fire in the same. If you can avoid it. <laughs> But speaking of Aggie, we'll talk. We'll have more about Aggie here in a little while. But that is your top twenty-five halfway through the period, ladies and gentlemen. I am hitting post in the rank top twenty-five ranking scene so that you all can uh, go over those at your leisure. So that leads us now. Let's talk about unyielding. Actually, no. I tell you what, we're going to do first. Let's get to some GM reports. Uh, we can do I, that. Quite, I got quite a few. Got a, quite a few turned into me here. Uh, we'll start with uh, the lovely Psycho Girl. Her update for the Road to Stardom season three is done. To finish the Road to Stardom, which was Claymore and Prince, they were put in a final turning to see which would win the ultimate prize of one thousand wrestler bucks, and the winner is. Prince, congratulations uh, to Prince, the winner for a thousand wrestler bucks. Uh, she also like would like you all to know another season of Road to Stardom will be in sign up later and next month. Uh, and she hinted that she may be running another event before that. So uh, that is your update from a Psycho Girl. Now update from Unstoppable on the tag team division. 
So, from Unstoppable, after four rounds, four teams remain undefeated. The top five teams after four rounds are, in first place, the current tag team champions, Amore, DW, and Slashy. In second is Brute Force, Strangleheart, and Simply the Best. In third place, former champs, Hotness, which is Tiggs and D's. In fourth place is the Feral Beast, Beast and Cougar. And finally, in fifth place, also former tag team champions, Dungeons and Dragons, Knox Boogie and the Paragon of Greatness. Sign-ups for next season of tags will be going up tomorrow, folks. Keep an eye out for the scene. So that is your tag team report uh, from Unstoppable. And as I mentioned last week, Amore is currently in first. If they, are to win, if they win the season, uh, they get to choose their opponents at unyielding out of the top final top 10 for the current season. So right now that could happen for the first time. That'd be, that'd be very interesting. Next up, let's bring in our ultimate gauntlet GM. He is the only in one. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance and the hour class of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the grid to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit on it. Bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block and I'm baptizing blood of the falling. Keep it cheap. Go ahead, your family slam. Fuck around, beat it that kind of ground. Big dog way off the collar. Don't bother with the tank. Can't keep me like the way I need my face. Go at six feet deep. Where the dead man sleeps. With the rat that creep. In my flesh for me. And the maggot still sleep. By the open wounds. Ladies and gentlemen, the Paragon of Greatness is here. Good evening, Paragon. Good evening, L.A. You know, last week we were keeping up with the run of Aaron McFadden, who got to two victories. However, he was stopped by the Iceman King Parsons, who took over with his first victory of Aaron McFadden. He went on to a second victory over Maeve O'Hare. He went over to another victory, a third one over S.G. Gibson. He is now working on his attempt to get four out of the five necessary matches to get himself an Ultimate Gauntlet title match when he takes on Papa Shaker. Iceman King Parsons is getting hot, pardon the the phrasing there, but the Iceman is hot, and it is at the right time of the year. This is a mortal season, and the man is making a statement. All right. Well, can IKP pull off uh, the Quinn Secta and go on to unyielding, possibly unyielding, uh, to face the Immortal Grid for the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship. We should probably know that by next week. Uh, so, Paragon, great job. Thank you very much. Uh, stick around. A lot to talk to you about here in just a bit. Absolutely. All right. Next up, she is our Anything Goes and High Voltage Invitational GM. Please welcome... What doesn't kill you makes you stronger
first lady of anarchy, the cougar, is here. Cougs, good evening. Hello, L.A. I'm vacant. Oh, hola. How are you? Bien, y tú? Oh, you know, pretty good now. Well, consider nobody else said hello to you other than L.A. It's true. They never do. Shame on them. Yeah, they're here for work. You know, here's the thing. Like, so when Paragon comes in to to do like his reports, he doesn't. But when he comes in to just be Paragon, he does. So you know, I, I get it. It's it's work. They're they're focused. They want to make sure they get their reports right. I don't take it personally. Okay, we'll leave it at that. <sighs> All righty. So, kids, <laughs> where do you want to go first? Which one do you want to address first? I want to start with anything goes first. I do have the second round started. Moving on to the second round was Agent of Hate, Chris Cage, Demia, D's, DW, Hobo, Hotshot Chaz, Johnny Blaze, Lady Vex, Mabel Hare, Mithras the Title Machine, The Russian Hammer, Simply the Best, Strangleheart, Wildfire, and Wolfie. Only one of those got in because their com- oh, sorry, two of them got in because their competitors didn't follow the rules. The match for round two is a submission match that is normal wrestling moves, but you must use a hold move on your opponent before you pin. And it's a five-day time limit with 200% health. All right, sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds like anything goes. And you don't pull any punches. If they don't follow the rules as, spe- as specified, they are Can out. Can I ask a clarification question? Sure. When you say they have to use hold move before pin, do you like, mean immediately before the pin or in that set? Immediately before the pin. So the last move before they pin has to be hold. That is correct. Okay. That's, there you go. Because I wonder, I wonder if people misunderstood. Oh, that's a good question, because nobody else has asked that. Well, you know, sometimes sometimes it takes a genius to ask the obvious question. Uh, all righty then. Or maybe they just haven't gotten into the matches yet. That's Speaking also of matches, I want to do this before I address high voltage. I'm having an issue with people blocking people. This is definitely going to be an issue, especially in Anything Goes. I must be able to post the rules in the match. So I'm going to request if you can't unblock someone long enough for me to set the match and post the rules, then maybe that's not going to be the division for you. Because I already have issues in high voltage with it, and people have to make special scenes to do their trash talk. You're making it unfair for the opponents because they can't get the rules. Because I cannot post in the match if you have somebody blocked. All right, all right, and you know that that could be that definitely has been an issue in the past. We but you know, we'll figure. Hopefully, we can get that worked out, Coops. But thank you. So, what about this high voltage invitational? How are things looking there? We have half the matches done. The final set of three have been made. They were made yesterday. I do have a tentative leader, and that would be the champion himself. 
And right now, unless somebody can really step it up, I don't see them catching him. Hmm. I really don't. He, he's got 20 points over the next person behind him. That's a pretty good lead. So Wait, hold on. Talk- I think I know how to answer this. Shocker. <laughs> well, oh. actually, I was shocked because there was one that normally maxes out in trash top points. And there were a couple matches where he actually did a couple sets and had no speaking. And it, that shocked me. I was really surprised by that. And maybe I was surprised that we maybe had... he was denied the use of the letter M. And he couldn't... <laughs> uh, it, it, maybe. It could have been he was denied the use of the letter C. Yeah, I, I don't know. He was. It shocked me completely that this man did not max out like he normally does. <laughs> and I'm also shocked because in the top five, I have, I lied, top four, I have a young man who has not won a single match, but because he's talked his butt off, he's in fourth place. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a thing that happened. Yep. Wow. I mean, and that can happen. You, you know, people want to be – R.A.W.F., and especially including the high-voltage invitational, is not just about winning. It's also about being creative about your character and what you say and all that good stuff. So <clears throat> not a shocker. It is, that, is not, that is not unusual in uh, trash talk events. So, all right. So you're saying Mithras right now has a huge lead, and, of course, if he were to win the high-voltage invitational – you would allow him to choose his opponent out of the other seven in the Invitational. Is that correct? Correct. Out of the other seven in the current season. All right. Be interesting to see uh, if Mithras does indeed continue on and win the high volt the season, uh, who he would choose for, as his opponent at unyielding for the White Lightning Championship. All right, Coogs, anything else to add? Just that I will be – oh. There's a new rule that's going on in high voltage. If you break the DQ rule, you will have points deducted from your trash talk score. Mm. Mm. We had that violation this season. It was the first time. So starting next season, if you violate that, you will be having points deducted from your trash talk score. She's just cracking that whip tonight, isn't she? All the way again, too. She's, she's, oh, yeah, a little bit. I kind of, I kind of like it. <laughs> Why doesn't let let me? In the words of somebody just a few minutes ago, shocker. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you very much, Coogs, uh, for that report. Stick around. We'll talk to you here in just a little bit about your big match at Unyielding. We just found out. Couple days ago, who that's going to be? You, you, it's going to be very interesting to say the least. All right. So, other things, other things to bring up. We need to go to some events first of all, ladies and gentlemen. We are now in week two of get of uh, do- taking donations for the Xanthor the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament, the uh, which will start at Immortal on April twenty fifth. Uh, current tallies if. Uh, of uh, coins is over 142 million coins and over 6,000 rustler bucks uh, donated thus far. We will be taking donations for another 
uh, week or so, and then we will start. We will divvy up all the all the coins and bucks, figure out who's figure out placements, and then I will create the tournament and start sending out invites to the eighth annual Xanther the Platinum Dragon memorial tournament so you got about another week to get your donations in if you haven't already thank you to everybody who has donated thus far been very very generous uh very much appreciated we love having we love uh having this tournament every year and we appreciate everybody who uh donates and helps us make it one of the best tournaments in all of unstoppable all right, speaking of tournaments, other tournaments ongoing in RAWF. First of all, sign-ups for the RAWF St. Patrick's Day tournament hosted by Mavel Hare are still underway. Those, of course, will start on St. Patrick's Day, which I believe is the 17th this year. Uh, yes, that is correct. Starts March 17th. Uh, it is... Uh, 250 wrestler bucks to the winner, 175 wrestler bucks to runner-up, and the semifinals will e- each re- receive, excuse me, receive uh, 750,000 coins, three quarters of a million coins. So, uh, thank you, Mae, for once again donating uh, your t- your 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 time and your bucks and coins uh, to another great tournament here in RAWF. Speaking of which, her St. Bridget's Day tournament, as soon as I find it on the, yeah, it appears to have disappeared for me off my event tab, so I'll have to check on that a little bit later and give you guys an update on that. Uh, so with that being said, let's Powerball Contender Tournament, which was won by the Paragon of Greatness. So he will challenge uh, the Cougar for the Powerball Championship at Unyielding. As I just mentioned to her, she has a big match. That one is, doesn't get too much bigger than that. Uh, Biatch of the Month, the winner to face Tigress for the Estrogen Championship at Unyielding. Right now, uh, the Cougar has made it to the final. She awaits the winner of the reigning Estrogen Champion Tigress and Maeve O'Hare to see who will move on. Um, of course, if Tigress were to win this tournament, she gets to choose her opponent <clears throat> out of anybody in the tournament uh, as her opponent at Unyielding. And then the Arsehole of the Month, which also has disappeared from my events tab. Okay, let me go find that real quick. I'm writing down somewhere. Okay, I'm going to have to find that later, too. For some reason, tournaments are disappearing off my events tab. That is weird. Oh, wait. Is this it? Let me check. This might be it. Apologize for the nope, doesn't appear to be it. All right, well, I'll have to look into that uh, a little bit later. All right, so with that being said, L vacant, we now turn to the card for unyielding. Oh, wait a minute, somebody, somebody has sent me the link. Thank you very much uh, to that person. Okay, our soul of the month is in the 
quarterfinals, already moving on to the semifinals, is Scythe. Hmm, that could get interesting. Uh, we are waiting on Wolfie versus Uncle Frank, the immortal Griffith versus Big F and Hitman. Of course, Griffith, the reigning men's champion. And Mike Denunzio, or Nuno, or the Lord of Pain, sorry, Lord of Pain, uh, Denunzio, takes, taking on Mithras. All right. So, and then I've been sent the Bridget's Day tournament link as well. Thank you uh, to the person who sent me that as well. We are in the finals of the St. Bridget's Day tournament. It is Tigress versus DW in the final match. So, uh, that one also 250 bucks. 175, 50 bucks for the semifinalists, and a quarter million coins for the quarterfinalists. All right. Thank you very much. Let's see. Extra points tournament. We got to at least check that out. Maybe. Why are not tournaments? Not, okay, here we go. I think this is it. All right. We are in the semifinals of the extra points tournament. Right now, the immortal Griffith has made it to the finals. He is awaiting Mithras versus the Paragon of Greatness uh, to see who he will face in the finals of the Extra Points Tournament. And that could be interesting, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, Paragon sitting at two, Mithras sitting uh, a little bit further down than that, but not much further. Uh, If I remember correctly, there he is. He is sitting at fifth, so... uh, we will see what happens. That one should be very interesting indeed. All right. Whew. Now we can finally start start talking about Unyielding Owl Vacant. The card's starting to take shape right now. Uh, Killa Neptune has made, ladies and gentlemen, has made his usual scene for a shot at the Champion's Choice Championship. Uh, I sent you all the info earlier yesterday. And he's giving. He will make his decision by tomorrow. He wants everyone to go in there and ask. What is it? Uh, what do you have to do? Post below something you've always wanted to learn but never have. So go in there. Post something you've always wanted to learn but never have. That big question mark in your life. Uh, the person that uh, gets Killa's attention with their answer will get a shot at the Champions Choice Championship. At unyielding. All right. And folks, also, Sasha Camaro did the unyielding pay-per-view update scene where you can go and uh, promo for your match, promo for a match that you already have or don't already have, um, but you do get extra points for posting in there and uh, possibly calling out people. We have had several people uh, do so. Uh, Teflon Sheik has called out Akuma Murte. Uh, DFA has got an open challenge for unyielding. If you want to face uh, DFA at unyielding, just go in there and post an answer to her open challenge. Uh, Nightcrawler and Jackie M have already uh, made a match for unyielding against each other. So that's, there's that. All right. So that's what we've got so far. Let's talk about the mat. Let's talk about the other matches on Unyielding L Vacant. We have Denunzio versus Beast in a three stages of hell match. We heard the Lord of Pain uh, last week here make the challenge. Beast answered the call. What do you make of the Lord of Pain? What he had to say last week and his open challenge accepted by Beast. I mean, it's kind of creepy. I really don't like it when people have things controlling their motions, you know, because I, I, 
certain other person that has that happen does things like electrocute me. So now I'm just waiting for this one to do something like, I don't know, make snakes appear in my shorts or something like it's just creepy and I don't like it. Um, you know, okay, well, more than the snake that's already there, I mean, but you know what I mean, the, you know, I'm just, no, mm, no, no likey. So I'm going to go with Beast. Beast, I need you to do me a favor and, and, and beat the normal back into him. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, that would be interesting. It, it, we do tend to have that from time to time uh, here in RAWF where somebody gets controlled or takes over a demonic personality. I, I, I can't think of any – Mark Caliber comes to mind. I can't think of any other prominent ones, though. But uh, anyways – Speaking of Beast, and something I forgot, to, another tournament that I forgot to mention, it, it will be Beast challenging Mabel Hare for the Hatfield and McCoy Championship at Unyielding. These two seem to uh, face each other quite often now uh, for a title, although usually it's for the Midnight Hobo. This time it will be for the Hatfield and McCoy. Maeve has had Beast's number as far as title matches go. Do you think that changes considering that the title has changed? You know, I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, I feel like, at least, at least from my side of it, the way I see it, I feel like Maeve took some of the stuff between Beast and her and and the Hobo title a little personally, so I felt like she had a little extra, you know, oomph going into that match because she was proving something. I, I don't, I don't know if she has that with this title. I don't know, like. You know, and I and I don't I and I'm not saying it does or doesn't. I I honestly mean I don't know. I don't know if this title means to her the same thing that uh, that Hobo means to her. So uh, I I think I think we're gonna I think this match is gonna tell us a lot about the relationship between Maeve and Beast. Was it you know was it Maeve is just like I don't care that it's Beast and I'm just gonna go in there and slap them around like a you know. We little baron, I think is how she would say it, or you know, is uh, you know, is was it a thing about the hobo title, and she would be damned if she was going to lose it to someone who said that you know they they didn't care about that title. It should be an interesting situation. It's a match we've seen several times, but it is a different title. We will talk with Maeve in just a little while about the matchup against Beast. <clears throat> Excuse me. Supreme Fighter Championship, the Hawkster Bully defends that against the Immortal Griffith. Now, as I've mentioned, the Immortal Griffith loves to add new accolades to his ever-growing career, list of accomplishments in his RAWF career. He has never been Supreme Fighter Champion, uh, so I'm sure he will certainly uh, be ready for this. But the Hawkster, you know, Hawkster, this is a title that's kind of been his uh, his, uh, mantra as of late, who do you like when it comes to the Hawkster versus Griffith? I feel really bad for Hawkster on this, to be honest. Yeah, it, it's a tough draw. It's it's definitely I, it, a it tough really draw. is. Like, like Hawkster had built himself a nice little niche, a place for him to grow and build a name and build a reputation and and really, you know, build a solid foundation for moving forward. And and then and and then someone that he should honestly never have run into in that scenario shows up runs through the tournament grumbling about it the whole time and now he's now now that's who he's got to face right you know a grumbly immortal 
Plus, Hawkster's still stinging from his loss to claim over the World Heavyweight Championship at Love Hurts. So, uh, if that plays a part in Hawkster's mindset, we'll find out at Unyielding. Powerball Championship will be on the line to RAWF Hall of Famers. The Cougar has to put that title on the line against the Paragon of Greatness. A tough challenge for the Cougar at unyielding for the Powerball Championship. El Vacan, how do you see this playing out? That is going to be a hell of a fight, I have to say. Like, that's going to be, that's going to be fun to watch. That's, I don't know who's going to win. I have no idea. But I, I, I mean, I guess I'll use the old cliche, the fans. The fans are going to win. Huh? Well, yeah, it is an old cliche, but it's true, very, but it holds very true. That will be a great matchup when the Cougar takes on the Paragon of Greatness Powerball Championship on the line. Multimedia title will be on the line. Dev to defend that against Strangleheart. That should be an interesting match. It's been a while since Strangleheart has held RAWF gold. Uh, Dev, of course, the RAWF Hall of Famer. Who do you like when it comes to Dev versus Strangleheart? I think I'm going to go with Dev mostly because of uh, champion's uh, advantage, but uh, I think it's going to be a good fight. Uh, I, I think they're both very skilled in the ring, um, but I, I, th- I think I think champion's advantage is going to eke out a victory for for Dev. Could very well. However, Strangleheart, extreme one of the tough one of the tough ones here. Uh, hard to read, hard to gauge, hard to know what he's going to do. Uh, he he he's got a good mind for strategy. We'll find out. Can he win the multimedia championship at Unyielding? Chris Cage to defend the Triple Crown Championship against two members of Black Irish Scythe and Liam O'Shaughnessy. Uh, we've talked about the advantage that Scythe and Liam have. They can double up on Chris Cage. One of them uh, likely to win the Triple Crown Championship. What does the unsettled one have to do? To avoid this happening, um, uh, win. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, I suppose the. I, I guess. I mean, I guess I that would right? Captain Obvious tonight, aren't you? You're just, you're just, just Captain Obvious. You're the welcome. genius, the genius comes up with the obvious answer. Gotcha. No, look, I, I, again, I think that's going to be for. I, I think it's a tough fight for Chris. I really do. I think I think he's going to have to dig deep. Yeah, I I, I think you're right. And but I mean, we know that he is he is definitely unpredictable. There's no doubt about it. The unsettled Chris Cage is you know, very unpredictable. Don't change his he's name un- on me. Well, it's not he, unsettled. Kind of means unpredictable when you think about it. I mean, it's just it's kind of a I thought. But it, yeah, should be. It will be a tough going for Chris Cage, but who knows? Maybe he can pull out the victory. If he does, it will be one hell of of, of a fight. Midnight Hobo Championship. It'll be Mavel's hair versus Hotshot Chaz. Chaz, of course, looking for his first RAWF championship. Uh, Mave is not looking to let go of that Midnight Hobo Championship anytime soon. Does Chaz, uh, the newest member of Anarchy, I might add. Uh, have a shot at Maeve's Midnight Oboe Championship. So you know I'm a huge Mabel Hair fan, right? I I don't think I've hidden that at all. No. I mean, I've, I've tried to be subtle, but I think it, it's come through. Um, mm. But but uh, does he have a chance? Yes, yes he does. He's 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 been on a roll. Uh, 
you know, I've said this before about certain people. I feel like there's certain people that get to a point in their career in RWF where I feel like they're due, you know, they're just, it, it, it's like, there's something that the universe is going to say they they're due for a title in this company. And I'm, I'm starting to feel the edges of that for, for him, for Hotshot. Um, I, now that being said, am I, am I predicting, Hey, he's going to win this belt. I'm not, uh, I, I said earlier, like, I think there's something personal with Maeve and that, that belt and, and proven some things. And I don't think she's done proven it. I think she's going to hold on to that belt for dear life. I think she's going to give Jazz a pretty rough night. Um, but, like, if he somehow walks out of there with the belt, I, you're not going to see me walking around the web going, what? Oh, my God, how did that happen? Like, I, I'm not going to be super stunned. Well, Hot Shot Chaz certainly uh, on fire right now. And that, I didn't mean that as a pun, but it, it, it's actually very appropriate. Uh, when it unyielding would just continue the run, we will see. Uh, we'll, again, we will have, a, have Maeve on to talk to her about that match as well here in just a little while. But also on this spectacular card, FUBAR City Championship will be on the line. Uh, the two members comprise about a, about 20% of the entire alphabet. You have DW versus IKP, Domino Warrior, Iceman King, Parsons. Who do you like, L Vacant? So, again, like I mentioned this before, if you had asked me this two months ago, I'd have said IKP all day long, right? Like, I, I just don't – I didn't think – I wouldn't have been – I wouldn't have for even a minute thought that DW could, have, could stand up to uh, – to IKP in the ring. And now, I mean, she's kind of shown me some stuff. She's, you know, she's, she's done out there. She's beat some people that I honestly didn't think she could have beaten. Uh, so I, now I'm in a never say never kind of scenario. I mean, I, if I had to place a bet, I'd probably still paste it on IKP. I mean, he is, you know, like three times the size of her. So sometimes, you know, mass matters, but uh, you know, who knows? It's a crazy business. It should be one hell of a match on the streets of Toronto. Domino Warrior, Iceman King Parsons, Fubar City Championship on the line. National Championship will be on the line against two two gentlemen that know each other pretty well, the Paragon of Greatness and Luke Cage. We know they had a series of matches last year, a couple controversial endings to those, uh, but they, they walked away with respect for each other, but it, it will be the national title on the line this time when they face off at unyielding. Who do you like Paragon or Luke Cage? Hmm. I, I think again, I think it's going to be a really good fight. I, I think I'm leaning towards Paragon on this. Um, Luke Cage is uh, an impressive fighter. No, no lie. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and, and degrade him in any way. You know, he's, you know, I've had my issues with him in the past, but, you know, I, I, to be honest with you, I'm mostly over that. My knee's not always necessarily over it, but the, the rest of me's over it. Um, the, you know, but, uh, like, I still, I don't know. I mean, he's had a bunch of matches with Paragon, and, you know, and they've kind of gone either way, right? Um, but what I've found is that when there's a kind of gimmicky match, IKP, you know, uh, uh, sorry, Luke, I said IKP, <laughs> Luke, uh, you know, does pretty well, but in a straight up, just regular match, I, I, I think Paragon has the advantage. We will find out. It should be one hell of a match, national title on the line. 
Platinum Dragon Championship, Lady Vex to defend against Dee's. Been a while since we've seen Dee's with some R.A.W.F. gold. He's hungry, but he he wants to take take the heart and soul of R.A.W.F. away from Vex. Does he have a chance? Does he have a chance? Sure, sure, he has a chance. Like he's he's good. He's had a bunch of titles here. He's he's fought for this title before against some pretty big names. You know, he's 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 no slouch. Um and uh, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Lady Vex has, has been in a little bit of a slump lately. Not not quite the Vex that you know we're used to seeing. Not the Vex that went and got that belt. You know, so I mean, I think it depends on which Vex shows up to the ring. We know what Dee's is gonna show up to the ring. It's always the same Dee's. He's pretty solid. It's, it's rare that he you know has ups and downs. He usually comes in and just you know gives you the match that he he knows how to give. And sometimes it's enough, and sometimes it's not. Um, but I mean. If Vex shows, if if the Vex that won the title shows up, she retains. Uh, if if it's not that Vex, if it's the the Vex that's distracted and uh, not not paying attention, then he could he could win. Yes. All right. I mean that's a fair assessment, certainly. But I have a feeling Vex very much wants to go to Immortal as Platinum Dragon Champion. After all, Immortal will be in her hometown of Chicago, so. We will see. It should be a good matchup. Vex versus Dee's Platinum Dragon. Now the World Heavyweight Championship match, the main event rematch from Jingle Hell Rock. Claymore winning the world title from the Immortal Griffith at Jingle Hell Rock late last year. Uh, This is the rubber match. The Immortal Griffith fought his way back to get a rematch. Uh, Two months later, Claymore, Griff. When we know the history between these two, it doesn't doesn't always go doesn't gone Griff's way. Uh, can he turn this around at unyielding and win the World Heavyweight Championship for a seventh time? I mean, can he? I, I mean, you want to try and tell him he can't. Um, that uh, like I said, like I've said this other things. I, absolutely, he can. Um, again, I think it depends on who shows up to the matches. Which clay? What Claymore do we get? What Griffith do we get? Um, you know, the last time these two faced, I don't know who that was in the ring, but it wasn't the immortal I'm used to seeing because he just, he just phoned it in and it was very obvious. His head was not in it and he got, frankly, he got destroyed, right? Claymore just threw him around the ring, ragdolled him and and took a pretty easy victory at home. Uh, I don't think there's anyone who can question that. Um, but the... You know, the, the the match they had before that was, was very close. And, you know, regardless of what Claymore has to say, you know, Griffith pointed out, and I think he's right, that that Griff, Griffith was pretty in control of that match until he made a mistake and knocked himself unconscious. So, the you know, that's 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 a hell of a way to lose a title title match, I think. You know, like he, he, I'm sure that's still itching in his craw. So I think he's going to go into this match pretty motivated, um, and, and frankly, the same thing you're saying with Vex about Immortal, I think Stan is doubly true. I, I think, you know, this, this guy who, you know, likes to say it's his pay-per-view, you know, part of my uh, finger quotes there, but, uh, you know, like to say it's his pay-per-view. I think, I, I think he feels he's pretty motivated to go into that, uh, that event with the world championship. Cause like, I'm pretty sure in all of his years here, he's never actually done that. I mean, it's true. It's true. He would definitely want to go to Immortal as World Heavyweight Championship and get a chance to do something he's never done before and that successfully defended uh, the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, 
I don't want to well, say that let's, too. Let's right. let him get his seventh time before he worries about that particular problem. Right. No problem. No, no point taken. No pressure. No pressure. All right. So that is our, your unyielding card. One week from tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, in Toronto uh, at unyielding. However, tomorrow superstars comes to you live from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. The main event uh, from the Canadian Tire Center in Ottawa. And this one will be a good one. Simply the best. He is your superstars champion. He was successful in his defense last week against Mark Caliber, but it does it does it doesn't get easier. It gets a little bit harder, I think, uh, El Vacant, when he has to turn around defend that superstars title tomorrow in Ottawa against Mithras the title machine. Oh boy. <laughs> That's- that's oh did did he ask for that? It nope like, nope 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 that's just wow. how it's that's just how the how the how how the cards fell uh for for simply the best. Uh it is not I mean and I don't believe Mithras has ever been superstars champion. It might even be I, the first time he's ever fought for the superstars championship well, I, I suspect so because he had the hobo for so long and that would have disqualified him and then he was world and that certainly would disqualify him i guess white lightning as a specialty belt doesn't disqualify him so that's why he has the shot yep exactly exactly wow. <laughs> look at that and you know i i that, wow that's that, i gotta tell you that's a hell of a that this is his first defense yeah or second this will be his. This will be STB's second defense. He was he successfully defended it against uh, uh, Mark Caliber last week, but he's going. At, at least he was. At least he had one opponent he he could beat. And and now, I, congratulations, Mithras, and enjoy your new title. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Well, don't, that's sure. <laughs> don't don't discount STB so quickly. I mean, I mean, just say. I mean, he, he's. He's 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 a veteran. He's been around a while, uh, and he 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 knows how to play the game. He, he, he does. It's true. He, like you know, I I just have, I have to make fun because you got a guy calling himself simply the best. Like I mean, if it was a tagline and it was like Jason, simply the best. Like like okay maybe, but like no no, it's just simply the best. That's the name. There is no. That's that's it. Right. <laughs> like I like I can't. I, I have a hard time taking that a little seriously. I mean, you know, and you know, he is going against the guy called the title machine, right? Like the guy, yeah. Like he, he is a title. Like he's, like he does, like, yeah. We find out tomorrow in Ottawa, does Mithras the title machine add a new title to his resume? And it would be very interesting to see the title machine with the superstars title, because that's a title you defend every superstars every week. So uh, we'll see what, how long the title machine could hold that if he can get by STB tomorrow. Should be very interesting indeed. All right. So real quick, I wanted to touch on Immortal, which of course happens April 25th, live from Soldier Field in Chicago. We will have the 8th Annual Xanthor the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament, but one other thing that always happens at Immortal, we name uh, this year's class of the RAWF Hall of Fame. Uh, so not too, in the not too distant future, uh, the Hall of Fame Committee will be getting together. 
will be getting together. There will be a scene, folks, that will go up here in a week or two uh, where we get your where the committee will get your opinions. This is not a voting scene, as always. It will not be a voting scene. It will be an opinion poll it's of sorts. Input. input. You are giving your input to who uh, you think should be going into the RAWF Hall of Fame. And so keep an eye out on that here in just a couple weeks. Uh, and uh, yes, the announcement of who will be in the RAWF Hall of Fame will be made at Immortal. And of course, then they will be inducted at Radiversary in the following pay-per-view, as always. All right. So where do we want to start with our callers? We got so many, so many, so many. I think we got to turn back to the paragon of greatness after we just learned he's not just got one, but two big matches at Unyielding Paragon. Good evening again. Yep. And uh, it, it absolutely is a good good evening, despite all of the uh, things that are trying to cloud my um, recent days. I've got to say, I'm proud to see the Opaque Brotherhood uh, delivering on what I've asked them about. I, you know, I've got two big title matches coming up. The rankings for myself looking excellent. Uh, you know, all in all, still very good. All right. So, with that being said, Paragon, uh, challenging the Cougar for the Powerball Championship at Unyielding, facing a fellow RAWF Hall of Famer. Uh, and the Powerball Championship, first of all, congratulations on winning the tournament. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on facing the Cougar for the Powerball Championship? Uh, thank you. Um... I think that this match is going to be a match that that nobody can sleep on. You don't, don't go into this match and think that um, there's going to be a decisive winner. I don't think that um, – if anybody's going to be marking down potential match of the night candidates, I mean, you got Claymore and Griffith, and that is going to be a hell of a favorite pick. But I'm looking at a dark horse here in Paragon of Greatness versus Cougar because Cougar is somebody who – I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to make any bones about this. She has actually been a pretty persistent thorn in my side as far as people that I cannot consistently overcome in this ring. Uh, she's an excellent champion, a very deserving Hall of Famer on multiple levels, and somebody who I I cannot formulate the right strategy. Uh, this match is going to be a barn burner for sure. Uh, she's held on to that title for a little while now. And, you know, the champion's advantage is going to be in Cougar's favor. I think that this is a, a very difficult challenge. I wish her the best of luck. It's, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Well, good luck to you against the Cougar for the Powerball Championship. Now let's talk about the national title match against Luke Cage. We all know the history between the two of you uh, from last year. Uh, and the two of you, it seemed to walked away with a good amount of respect, but there were some controversy in those matches last year. How do you feel the national title match is going to play out for you? In a nutshell, this match is going to be about redemption. Uh, you know, we, we had the series of matches earlier this year about respect and, uh, while, while, 
it ultimately accomplished the goal in mind, which was Luke was first setting out from the dissolution of Terror Inc. He was trying to make a name for himself. He was trying to establish a feud with a top-level star to make himself a real name in the singles division. And I would say, in that regard, absolute success. But there is a big, fat elephant in the room, and that is that how it was handled, uh, let's call it creative-wise, so a little bit stinky, and uh, I think that both of us would love this opportunity uh, at this pay-per-view, get a get a second go-around, high-profile match. Luke has established himself. He is a legitimate title contender now. I've held this national championship for going on close to 200 days now. This is everything that that series should have been. This is what should should be and what I think in the future I will consider the real finale to that series of matches, the proper ending that we deserved. All right. Well, I mean, good luck to you tomorrow, or good luck to you at Unyielding for certain. So anything you – and, we're, of course, you're still having the legal issue, the legal battle with Claymore. Anything you can say to us about that whole situation? Oh, boy. Uh, let me ask you a question, L.A. 53. In all the time that you've – No. In no. all the time that you've known me. <laughs> I, I, and now you're throwing me off, sir. Congratulations. This this man, I tell you, he catches you off guard. Uh, all right. In all the time that you've known me, though, L.A., um, would you consider me a – and, and please feel free to be honest. Don't, don't give me the, the nice answer because – you know, you and I are friends. I work for your company. In the time that you've known me, have you ever considered me to be a, a greedy man? Uh, well, no. No, I honestly can say you've never been greedy. Vain, perhaps. Have, not greedy. Vain. Have, have, there's, there's that. It is have, vain. Um, would, would you ahead. say that over the time that I've worked for this company, um, it's been about the money for me? Well, no, definitely not. Um, oh, no, I've seen lots of people in his office bitching about paychecks. I've never seen you do that. Well, th- these are some interesting things because Claymore seems to believe, and, and keep in mind I am being very careful with this phrasing because these are things that have been publicly stated in the past. Claymore seems to believe that what matters to me here in RAWF is, is is the money. I'm somehow trying to trick the fans out of their well-earned cash by hawking merchandise. And, and the whole good guy thing is a charade to sell sell tickets to, you know, feed my own selfish desires. And, I mean, I think that this is clearly – and, and I have to, you know, for legal reasons, let you know this is speculative. I'm not saying this is a fact, but speculatively, I believe this is this is the wild accusations of a man who is clearly desperate to have get away from me, if you will. It, he he's desperate to try to throw anything at me to try to damage my reputation, try to distract me, keep me off of the path, off of you know trying to get into a match with him and. 
I think that one of the ultimate examples of this, and every single person you can look this up right now, uh, it is a hundred percent fact. I'm not lying to you, uh, and this is there's no legal ramifications that could be sent to me this way because these are factual statements. This week, Claymore the Good Man was advertising a new shirt available at R.A.W.F.'s shop website, a shirt that says, I bought this shirt to pay Paragon's legal fees. You know the interesting thing about this shirt? Uh, if, if you look at the bottom where it has the, the tags of the merchandise, it's funny how this, this shirt that he claims is is a, a merchandise ploy by Paragon of Greatness to try to bilk people out of their money to pay for legal fees. It's, it's real interesting how this shirt is listed as Claymore merchandise, isn't it? It's, it's almost as if somebody is projecting onto me the image that they see for themselves. I, you know, I'm not going to say that that's what's happening. I'm just saying something seems awfully fishy. Uh, I mean, I can't disagree. I can't disagree, and uh, you know, but I mean, it is what it is. He may just be doing it to get under your skin, possibly. Uh, finding a way around all this legal mumbo jumbo, though. Eventually, somewhere down the two, down the line, the two of you are going to have to work this out, uh, what one way or, or another. That's kind of what I was hinting at. But okay. Oh, sorry. Was I not being subtle again? Yes. <laughs> My bad. And again, I appreciate it, El Vacant. So, you know, I've I've had these certain red tape that I'm not allowed to cross. And last week, some people, uh, particularly El Vacant and the Immortal Griffith, uh, gladly stepped forward and had some things to say. Uh, you know, I, I applaud that. Obviously, uh, these feelings do not reflect what the thoughts of Paragon of Greatness, wink. All right. Well, before so with all that being said, I got I have to mention Paragon. We read the rankings earlier today. Kill a Neptune at number one with a bullet. Uh, you you close behind at number two. Uh, did that talk that talk seems to have lit a fire under Kill a Neptune's uh, fins, if you will. Uh, what is he? What what exactly has he is he done to? get himself in the position he is right now. Uh, I think that it, it's hard to tell. I was going to say that he's he screwed his head on straight. He's, he's focusing. He is actually capitalizing on the talent that everybody except for Killa Neptune seemed to knew, know that he had. But then again, I've seen every promo that he's cut on superstars and I've been watching his matches pretty closely, and quite frankly, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. The, the man seems more unhinged than he's ever seen, actually. It, it, is, it is wacky to the tenth degree he's – maybe that is, maybe that is the, the thing that he's been missing. Maybe instead of trying to take himself more seriously, he should embrace the, the Looney Tunes nature – of of what he he likes to do in the ring, maybe maybe he's restrained himself and he could actually amp amp up this unpredictability and that could be his key to success. Right now it seems to be working. Uh, you know, it's not the route that I would have taken, but 
Look at the number. Look at the look at the spot. He's number one in the rankings. I certainly can't knock it right now. Well, considering that you or him are one and two in the rankings, it's a crucial crucial wheel spin here for random draw tomorrow. Would you like to uh, spin for yourself and see who your opponent is tomorrow on Superstars? Because it seems like it could be pretty crucial. I, you know, I I think that there's as good of a time as any to go for it right now. All right, let's spin the wheel, see who you face tomorrow on Tuesday. Ah, taking on the taking on Hobo Ezekiel tomorrow on Superstars. That's a good one. That's a that's a that's a top ten right there. A top ten matchup. Uh, if I remember correctly, Hobo Ezekiel was pretty high up in the rankings when we read him off earlier today. So, uh, big matchup for you tomorrow against Hobo Ezekiel. I'll tell you what, I'm going to spend another time and find out who Killa's got. Uh, I don't think he'd mind if I spun for him, do you? Uh, probably not. All right, let's spin the find out who Killa has tomorrow. <laughs> Neptune to face Papa Shaker tomorrow. That ought to be a pr- so two key matchups could be uh, the journey to immortal. Uh, it key, very key in that. So Paragon, I know you want to main event your third. It would be your third immortal main event in a row uh, if you were to manage to get to the number one or two spot and win a world heavyweight contendership match. Uh, how important it, would it be to you to main event a third straight immortal? Well, uh, I don't, I don't want to jinx things. Uh, so I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to put thoughts out there until things are, are more clear. I, I will say it would actually be the fourth. I main evented against Johnny Platinum, Uncle ah, Frank, fourth. and then the triple threat last week or last year. Uh, boy, it, you know, like, like I've said, and I, I'm going to do my best to keep this a bit restrained. I don't want to jinx myself. I don't want to put too much out there. I I sacrifice a lot for this company. I, I, I work very hard um, both in front of the camera and behind the camera trying to spread the good word of this company, try to do as much PR for this company as I can, try to help out a lot of the people on this roster to reach their maximum potential. I I work really hard to maintain R.A.W.F. in a trajectory upwards because I consider this my home and it's very important to me to take pride in my home. And I've got to say, after a, 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 a very up and down year, mostly down, I, I really need this. I, I, I need this and I know that this may come off a, a little... A little selfish, and I, I, I don't, I don't mean it to be that way. But I really feel like after after a year like this, I deserve it. I, I really, I've, I've, I've worked very hard to to get this company as, as much notoriety as I can with within the, my circles. I've, I've helped a lot of people, and if I fall short of Immortal this year. It, it really, it really feels like it will have been a lot of work for nothing. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's a real, it's a real gut punch to 
could suffer a kind of a very below-the-radar year like this and, and to not quite make it. And to see that uh, my own brother, Killa Neptune, who I motivated into this situation, is potentially the person that could be standing in my way. Not only does that make me very proud, but it it makes me very nervous. It, it's almost as if I've, I've, I've dug my own grave and I've challenged myself, can I get out of it? Well, I'd also like to point out really quick, if you were to get to the number one two spot, win the world title contender match, whoever against who it may be, that means you will either be facing the Immortal Griffith in the main event of Immortal. So we'd have Griff- Paragon Griffith uh, 253 on pay-per-view for a title, or you would be facing Claymore. Which one would you prefer? Which one I prefer? You know, all due respect to Griff, you know, I, there there's absolutely some poetry in the idea of immortal greatness. Um, one of one of, if not the greatest feud in the history of this company, to finally be reignited after a, a pretty long dormant period in the main event of Immortal. But with that said, one year, LA, one full year of being screwed around by the good man Claymore, currently fighting through this red tape that doesn't allow me to have any sort of contact with him. I'm not allowed to challenge him. I can't have matches with him unless I just get lucky into a random draw. Oh, boy, if I got that match, that is not only an incredibly satisfying resolution to this situation, but, I mean... How can how can you how can you plan something like that? The kind of storytelling that brings to RAWF a full year of build so that we can all watch name redacted get his ass handed to him all the way across this ring. Either way, it will be one hell of a main event if it comes to pass. We get a long way to go. Uh, it was just speculating, just 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 throwing it out there, seeing if it stuck. We'll find out in the coming weeks whether that actually can come to pass. Thank you, Paragon, for your time, and you have a good good, good evening, sir. Thank you. Next up, we now talk, talk to the reigning Platinum Dragon champion. A big match for her at Unyielding, defending the Platinum Dragon Championship against Dees. Please welcome... Human heart. 
Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Lady Vex to the program. Good evening, Vex. Good evening, L.A. <laughs> hey, Bacon. All right. So, Vex, we are just a week away. You will be defending the heart and soul of R.A.W.F. against D's. D's, as we know, is, you know, at one point in his R.A.W.F. career, he held many titles, like five or six at one time. Uh, he's never been Platinum Dragon champion, however. He's looking to add that to his resume. Tell me about your – tell me what you think of these as an opponent come unyielding. I don't really think too much of it. Um, you know, a, a lot of people have, have come through here and they've racked up, you know, this title and that title and – it's all a matter of timing. Um, my timing when I held multiple titles was fantastic. Griff's time to hold multiple titles was fantastic. It's really about timing. You know, maybe maybe you get that random draw in the tournament that lets you slip through to the finals and find someone that you normally can just manhandle at the end. Uh, maybe your random draw in 32-1 and one was favorable to you and the champion had a bad night. Um, timing is everything for some people. Uh, it's whether you look at what you did to get there and really appreciate that crawl that makes it all worth it or not. Um and I really don't think a lesson was learned when all those titles went away for some people. Some people did take the lesson. Some people did realize that the timing was right for what they did at the time. And that coasting through once is a lucky chance. So, uh, yeah, we'll see if, if anyone's learned a lesson, whether it be me or Des, as uh, we do enter to see who goes to Immortal with that belt. But the plan is to be the one that walks out there on Soldier Field with it around my waist, because there's nothing better than being one of the top two battles in Chicago. Uh, it just feels good. And of course, it's, it's particularly special to be Platinum Dragon champion going into a world considering we disaster the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament always happens. It's kind of a you know pretty special day all around. And uh, how does tell me, we, we we've talked about the Platinum Dragon being the heart and soul of RAWF. Talk to me what the Platinum Dragon means to you. You know, the longer you're in this company, you start to learn things about the company. You start to learn things about the people that are behind things. Um, and undoubtedly, the heart and soul of R.A.W.F. with Platinum Dragon, with Xanther. Um, you know, there was, there was a time where I was like, well, if somebody won a tournament, they get a shot at the title, right? And everyone's like, no, that's not how that works. And you come to find out that you do have to crawl your way through the trenches. You have to get that ranking spot um in my years here i've i've made a point 
of being one of those people that is somewhere within the top 25 for the year, you know, in what I do and my presence here in RAWF. Um, Am I number one all the time? No. Am I perfect uh, rankings all the time? No. But the amount of work that it takes to keep up, to get to that spot, to hold on to it, um, holding these titles at this level is no easy feat. Um, And I think having one that, you know, I won't say immortalizes because that's not the word, but it it, uh, solidifies the legacy of Xanther and having the one of the top ranked titles for the Platinum Dragon. Um, it's something that you hold on to and you don't just wave it around and you go, oh yeah, I've got this fluke of a title. No, that's not what Platinum Dragon's about. Platinum Dragon is about putting your legacy into Platinum. And standing there and taking all that comes at you and you don't turn away from it. You don't back down from it. You don't walk away from it um, because in at the end of the day, you, L.A., have not walked away from all that you have seen. Instead, you turned around and you said, you know what, we're going to make this in honor of Xanther. And that is something that I hold dear to my heart when I put that belt around my waist and walk out to the ring. Well, Vex, we will find out whether you do indeed get to walk into your hometown at Immortal as Platinum Dragon Champion. We find out a week from tomorrow night. Uh, Good luck to you against these. Should be a hell of a match. Anything else you'd like to say? At this time, no. Um, You know, just watching things, waiting on things. Um, I look forward to a great turnout for the Platinum Dragon Tournament. And um, I look forward to a great turnout for the next few pay-per-views. I mean, always want one for for all the pay-per-views. But these next few ones, after the last year of absolute craziness, um, it's a chance to break free of some of the ties that have held us back. Indeed. It has been a crazy year, and we we kind of need to have some fun, no doubt about it, and have some excitement in RAWF. Uh, we try to do that. So, Vex, let's find out who you face tomorrow on Superstars. Would you like to spin the wheel? Absolutely. All right. Here we go. Go for it. Tomorrow in Ottawa, Lady Vex, you will be taking on Wildfire. So good luck to you there. Uh, should be a good match. Any, yes, any, absolutely. All right. Thank you, Vex. You have a good evening. Thank you, L.A. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, he is the main event at Unyielding. Uh, he's also going to be defending his men's championship and going for another 
title he has never held uh, all in one night. Unyielding is going to be uh, one heck of a night for this man. He is the only in one. Good evening, Griffith. <laughs> Good evening, sir. Good evening. One week away, uh, eight nights away uh, from tonight, a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship, your sh- an attempt to win your seventh World Heavyweight Championship. Also uh, looking to add the Supreme Fighter Championship to your trophy case amongst all the other trophies you have in RAWF. And, of course, uh we don't know who, but you will have to defend the men's championship as well, most likely. Uh, so with that being said, Griff, talk to me about what you're doing to prepare for what could be an absolutely epic evening of your career. I mean, frankly, I'm doing what I always do. I, I work out. I study tape. I mean, obviously, I have no idea who it might be for the world, but I know who the other two are. And, I, and, on, and frankly, I've faced both of them now several times, so. So, you know, I have a pretty good idea what, what I'm getting into. Um, but uh, mostly, mostly what I'm doing to get ready is uh, sitting back and watching all of these, these ridiculous shenanigans your world champion is, is pulling out of his utter cowardice and fear of Paragon. Like, it, it's, it's hilarious to watch. That man, that man has rented so much space to Paragon that he doesn't have the time or wherewithal to realize that he's going to a world championship match with the six time world champion. He is so overwrought at the idea of Paragon even saying his name that he is, he is, he sent lawyers, lawyers, lawyers. This is, Last I checked, LA, the RAWF was, was was a wrestling organization, right? Right. Right. I mean, I, again, you stop me when I'm wrong here. Um, in a wrestling organization, when you have a problem with another wrestler, there's there's a place to settle that shit, right? Mm-hmm. There's a place, right? And, yep. and again, correct me if I'm wrong, but but that place is not a fucking courtroom. 
It's in the goddamn ring. Grow a pair, you masked. You no, I'm not even like no, no. So here's the thing. I I am actually tempted. I am actually tempted to intentionally count out of that match just so I can watch Paragon come and take that title from you at Immortal. I mean, let's be clear. I'm not going to do it. I, I just can't. My ego's not going to allow that. Everyone here knows that's not true. But I'm tempted. Like, it's actually there. Like, when they start talking about, you know, wouldn't that be a great match? Even I'm out in the green room going, that would be a great match. Shit, I'd pay to see that. Like, I want to see Paragon get his hands on you so bad right now because you have proven beyond the shadow of a doubt that you are a coward and a worthless champion. It will be my pleasure to strip that title from your useless, piddling waist and become the seven-time R.A.W.F. world champion. Goodness. Wow. I mean, it's almost like you trash talked for two on that. On, on in that, but you know, it. Just one of the many it, services we provide here at Immortal Limited. Immortal Limited, exactly. So, if you do indeed beat Claymore and win your seventh World Heavyweight Championship, it means you will go to what you—I'll just say it—your pay-per-view, Immortal, as the World Heavyweight Champion for the first time in your career. Uh, so with that, be, I mean, it, how important do, do you put that in as an important milestone in your career were that to happen? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I got to tell you, I mean, it, it, there's a, you know, the, uh, the big guy over here wasn't particularly wrong when he said, you know, it, it, it bugs, it does bug me a little bit that I've never walked into to my pay-per-view with that title. You know, I've had, I've main evented it. But I've never been the champ walking into that title, into that into that pay per view, and and that that seems like something that needs to be corrected. Well, you can make that correction at unyielding when you face Claymore. Uh, any any concern there? I mean, you've you've got to be a little bit concerned because you have faced Claymore a couple times in the past for World Heavyweight Championship, lost both the matchups. I mean, at this point, I figure, I, I figure you know it's so bad. I'm just going to walk out there. And it, like, if the, mo- the match seems to be not going away, I'm just going to like point point to the stage and go, "Look, it's Paragon." And when he freaks out and turns around, I'll just end it. <laughs> well, I mean, that could work if he doesn't listen to the show. I mean, he's <laughs> maybe maybe maybe. Par- I mean, who knows? Maybe Paragon will come to ringside, just you know, to 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 give some friendly support to his his longtime rival and friend, the Immortal One. Maybe, maybe. Should be one hell of a main event and unyielding. The Immortal Griffith going for his seventh World Heavyweight Championship. But he also could possibly add a new title to his resume. And I have to admit, thinking back, thinking about it, Griffith, it's almost the one title in RAWF other than maybe the Estrogen Championship that I didn't think you could ever win or would ever win, that being the Supreme Fighter Championship, considering uh, what, you know, the. <laughs> The that, premise that was a of fair the, bet. You, you, you know, I, if you had ever told me that you would place large sums of money on the fact that I would never go after that title, I would have been like, "That's that's intelligent." Yeah, I, I mean, exactly. Um, with that being said, you you are there. You will challenge Hawkster for that Supreme Fighter Championship. And while 
I, you know, I could say you're it's not your cup of tea. Uh, you proved that wrong when you won the 32 to one challenge. Uh, with that being said, talk to me about the matchup with Hawkster for the Supreme Fighter Championship. I mean, I do like firsts, and I, and I I did I did enter the tournament and win the tournament. It seems it seems silly to not win the belt. Like it just seems like, but but the downside is if I win the belt, I got to keep fighting by these rules. True, true, you do, and and you know you also have to join the thirty-two to one season again. Uh, oh, to, oh I, yeah. I was I'm already in the new one. I'm not sure how. I didn't sign up, but I'm there. Yeah, well, ah, <laughs> uh, well, well that and then you know, said. apparently, apparently shocked Raven because I, you know, I uh, because she forgot that I don't get paid by the arrow, so I took Strangleheart out like faster than she could type it up. <laughs> yeah, yes, you did, uh, and the, so I mean that in itself just shows that you you are prepared to face Hawkster. You are ready. You you. you it may not be your cup of tea, but you it it's apparently your your cup of coffee. Oh wait, you don't like coffee. It's vile icker. I forgot. Sorry. Um, all right. Well, with that with that being said, uh, tomorrow and I forgot to mention this when I mentioned superstars. Tomorrow you had somebody had you call last week. You had someone call you out uh, for tomorrow for tomorrow's superstars and you want to talk about that matchup tomorrow i i did oh didn't you hear judgment call you out don't you know i'm sorry what happened i thought okay well apparently it's judgment i may have just been ignoring it what yeah it happened so why don't we bring him in, and uh, you two can talk about the matchup tomorrow on Superstars. It will be you versus Judgment. Let me bring... What is this? What? Good evening, common people out there listening to me. 
why are you dressed like uh, in camo? I've never seen you in camo before. Were well, you, you going deer hunting after the show? No, I'm definitely going to honey. I have just uh, you, I am now judgment to do yourself because I have overtaken I, I have just overthrown a country. I have my own island now. You have your own island, okay? That I mean I have several. I, it, it, they're good investments. I'm getting it working. Is it working? Hello, I'm back. Am I back? Yes, you're here. Can you hear us? Hello. Your 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 microphones here are just are just awful. I'm just I'm just okay. We have to get some new microphones if I'm going to be coming in here doing this these these conferences and stuff. So okay okay okay, Judge. So you have an island. <sighs> you're the Duke of Self. What 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 are you leader? Are you saying this island is a new country of some sort? Yes, I have a new country now. I've overtaken, and I, I, I am going to be, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be bringing some different things here to REWF. I've seen enough of this laziness going around here and all this stuff and, and everything, and it's just, it's, it's just, it's gotten, it's like, it's, 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 it's just too much. It's, it's just too much laziness here. So I'm going to be bringing in some new, new, new group is going to be coming in. I'm going to be recruiting a new group. I'm going to be taking them down. I'm going to be training them, and we're going to be bringing them back and. It's going so to be. A, you're going, oh, it's going to be me. So you're going to train an army. Okay, okay. So you've got a country now. What is the name of this country? Uh, really? You don't know the name of the country? Come on. Uh, please enlighten me. Think of it. What? 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 No, just think about it. What would it be? I mean, sper- sper- spermavania. Um. Spermavania. Uh, that's actually. I, that's I don't know. Pop, cool. pop, pop, popcorn. Is the Republic of Adenoids. The Republic mm, of Adenoid. The yes. Republic of Adenoid. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. So. Are you, it's the so island saying, off the coast of Bermuda. It's it's, it's the island I, I I I I take it over on. It's off the coast of Bermuda. I took it over and and I, I'm my my goal here is I'm going to eventually seize control of all the media that's going on here in RWF. I'm going to censor different different people are going to be censored, and what? I'm going to be given. I'm I'm, I'm going to be I'm, I'm going to be given in my speech. This is going to become the land. Of the judgment. Uh, but now, what, what, else, what, what else do you need? What else do you need? Common. I mean, come on. I'm an issue. You're being common all of a sudden. What? What else? What else do you need? I, I, I Griff, you got anything with this? Look, oh, this, Griff, the, 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 the this gentleman, you know, here is Griffith, the, the the mighty immortal one himself, the one who 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 portrays himself as 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 the immortal pay per view, and and he who carries titles all all the time, and you know that that's fine, and he does a good job at it. But Griffith, there's one title that unfortunately I can't take it from you right now. But well, tomorrow, you, you couldn't take any title from me ever. I, 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 I will be taking it from you soon. But tomorrow, 
I'm going. To, I'm, I, I challenge you to a non-title match, and just to see because I came close the last time. Came close. Came within. Came close from taking that title, and I'm going to take it the next time. So this is a, this is this is just, this is just a lesson match. What I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a, a new lesson of the new and improved judgment. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll I'll take your match. You son of a bitch. But here's the thing you're going to need to understand. If you win, if you win, uh, assume that means that when I win the men's tournament, because, you know, I probably will, I'm not really going to have time to do what I've normally been doing because, you know, the pay-per-views next week, I'm only going to have a very short window and I won't be another, you know, there won't be a lot of window. Um, If you beat me, I won't run my contest. I will just give you the shot. Deal. But if I win, the only way you get a shot is by winning the tournament. Deal. Wow. Okay. So a lot more on the line tomorrow than what we expected, but it will be the Immortal Griffith versus Judgment. Judgment wins. If Griff wins the Oris Hole of the Month and gets to choose his opponent, he will choose Judgment to defend the men's title against at unyielding or at the next available superstars if that tournament does not end by unyielding, which is possible. All right, and, but if Judgment loses, he the only way he ever gets a shot is by winning the arsehole of the month. Okay. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, Griffith, anything else you'd like to add to anything we talked about tonight before we move on? I already covered that Claymore's a giant coward, right? I covered that? Yeah, you got, you got that. Yeah, you got right. that one. Um, I covered that I feel a little bad for Hawkster, but only a little bit. Yeah, we got that. I covered that. I covered that. I fully intend to win the uh, men's tournament again, and I'm well on my way to doing so. All right, so I covered that. Yep, Uh, pretty much. And now I've covered this uh, would-be dictator's challenge. No, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. All right. Thank you, Griff. Uh Judge, one more <laughs> one last question before you before I let you go. Um coming. Why do you have coconuts on your flag? Cause come on, it's just it, they're 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 like they're they're eating each other. Was not an answer, but I'll take it. It's, Ladies it's, and gentlemen it's, 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 it's cool. They're eating each other. It's kind of like it's kind of like that that cereal, the uh, cinnamon toast crunch. They're they're eating each other. They're crunchy crunchies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they are vexed. They're eating each other. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my flag do... my flag will remain here. The American flag would 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 not be put back up until no. I actually leave the arena. So I guess okay. yes, I, yes, that is the, that is the, that is the rule. Another flag My flag will stay up until mm-hmm. I until I leave the arena, and I will not you, be leaving the arena for any time. This soon. is this. Guard, guard the flag over there. They're guarding the flag. 
Let's just leave it up. We'll care about it. No, take care your job. Um, Would you like me to get Aggie now? He could light it on fire. <laughs> oh, wait. Just stay yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye, Duke. Mm. Bye, Common. No, he's All the right. Lord. Let's bring back the First Lady of Anarchy, the Cougar. Uh, Cougs, you still with us after all this? I got nothing. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 just talk about uh, your big match at Unyielding. You, we now know that you will be defending the Powerball Championship against the Paragon of Greatness. You heard Paragon's comments earlier. Uh, do you have a a ready re- retort for him? Other than I really want to punch him in the throat right now because how am I supposed to be mean to somebody that was so so kind? But he stepped in my way now because he's challenging me for my title. And a lot of people this past uh, period have learned that the old Cougs is back the one that had the switch flipped and just went out there and beat the holy out of you and didn't care, uh, doesn't care whether you're a friend or a foe, doesn't care what your opinion is, kind of like I was after I left the renegade locker room and went to the anarchy locker room all those years ago. Hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, certainly, yeah. I, I I remember that cougar. That cougar did yeah, not like it's me. It's not going to. It's that not going to bode well for Paragon, unfortunately. I, I I remember that cougar. That cougar did not like me very much back then, and I'm, I'm I don't know if I want to. See, but okay, I suppose you got to do what you got to do. <sighs> yeah, that that cougar's been kind of evident in the tag season this season as we went and had our first undefeated season this season uh-huh. and we were up against some pretty tough teams so you can definitely see I have a different different set of goals now I have put the list away and my switch was flipped and oh, I'm going for the- other items right now You've you've put the list away. You feel like the list the was list holding has you been back. Put away. No, it it wasn't holding me back. No, I was achieving my goals on there as I wanted to, but I don't want to taint anything on that list right now. Being this mean, vindictive person. Okay. Well. Um... I'm, I mean, I, I suppose in a way that's good. Uh, I I don't have fond memories of the old coups, but you know that's that doesn't mean anything here. Uh, but with that being said, coups, do you want to find out who your next victim? I mean, opponent is tomorrow on Superstars. Sure, we can find out who my next victim uh, opponent is. All right, let's let's do that. You go ahead and spin that wheel. Here we go. Ah, 
well, I, 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 I feel for the Beardy tomorrow. He is your opponent tomorrow yeah. on Superstars. And right now he's been doing pretty – he's been on, on kind of a roll here in REWF. So good luck against the Beardy tomorrow. Well, I'll just tie his beard to the top rope and bounce his head off the turnbuckle a few times for you. Well, don't do it for me. I, I, I don't want to necessarily see that. I like Beardy. You know, but yeah, okay. Um, well, I could get in the ring with you. So b- bounce Beardy off there about a dozen times for me, would you? Sure. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> All right. That is the Cougar. She sounds ready for Paragon at Unyielding. Uh, Paragon might be in, is going to be, as he said, in for a fight at Unyielding for the Powerball Championship. Thank you, Cougs. All right. Next up, our reigning Midnight Hobo and Hatfield and McCoy champion. Please welcome... Good evening, Vacant. Vacant has actually stepped away for a moment. He had an important phone call, so I'm sure he'll be here momentarily to have lap available. How did, how did I miss him on that big leaving? He 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 can be sneaky occasionally, but he he shall Apparently return. Apparently so. Uh, well, fine. I'm just going to sit in his chair then. Oh, oh, oh. this is comfy. Oh, you sit in his chair. Go ahead. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Maybe maybe he'll sit on your lap, although I don't know if you really want that. He is pretty big. But, he, you know. He's quite big. Well, we'll see what since, happens. since you've made yourself comfortable, Lassie, let's talk about, first of all, the re- it, it is it is Mave versus Beast uh, part uh, when you face <laughs> off for the Hatfield and McCoy championship. At unyielding. Now we all know that you have had beast number when it comes to midnight hobo title matches. Uh, Elvacant made the statement that maybe you, this one may not possibly be as important to you as the midnight hobo championship, and maybe uh, you might slip up against beast. But do you feel uh, your history with beast gives you a definitive advantage? I mean, at this point, I think I could probably beat the lad in the sleep. I mean. I'm I'm not gonna sit here and tell tall tales about how oh yeah the hat, Hatfield and McCoy means ever bit as much to me. I mean not not that I'm dismissing the title because of course there's no unimportant titles here, but 
you know, I've, just, I've had Midnight Hobo longer, and we've bonded, and I, I feel like it really understands me as a person. And, and also, I just, I don't, I don't like unfinished business, and I've got records to break. So, um, Midnight Hobo, like, I, I know you like to ask, you know, are you focusing more on one title shop than the other? And frankly, yeah, I, I am focused more on Midnight Hobo than I am on Hatfield and McCoy. Uh, but that's not because I don't care about Hatfield McCoy. I just I, I feel like that's going to be the easier one to hold on to. You feel like Beast is an easier opponent than Hotshot Chaz at this at this point in time. Oh, I mean, let, let's go to the history books, lad. Ever time, ever time, I face him for a belt. What's happened? I mean, that is a fair point, certainly a fair point, Uh, and certainly right now, you know, I'm sure I know Beast is listening and would have a response to that, but, um, you know, it is. I mean, but Beast is welcome to come and try and prove me wrong. I would love to see, and I I will give Beast credit. Every time I face him, he's gotten a little bit harder to beat. Every time he's learned something. And he's grown, and he's doing great, and I wish him the best. Just not with me, Bill. All right. Well, let's talk. Let's then change subjects to the Midnight Hobo Championship. Hotshot Chaz, uh, who right now, and I'll say it with pun intended, is on fire. Uh, I mean, he is is undefeated throughout the early part of this period. He's got the momentum going for him, certainly. Uh, are, is there any concern when it comes to possibly having to face Hotshot Chaz for that Midnight Hobo Championship? Well, I mean, of course there is. He is a hella competitor. Like you said, he's undefeated this ranking period. Uh, he, he keeps getting better. Um, and in some ways, he reminds me of myself this time last year when I was finally figuring out how things worked here. And, you know, it started making a name for myself. And. Much like Beastie, I, I wish him nothing but the best, but I also don't want to see him walk away with my belt, so I'm certainly not planning on making it easy for him. But and of I course, will say, I am pleased that he won. I, I, I were rooting for him. I reached out to him uh, before his match and after to tell him that I were pleased, and I am looking forward to a hell of a fight with him. I haven't faced him all that much, but I'm looking forward to the adventure. Okay. Let's talk about the rest of Black Irish, because they are all also involved in title my matches. My subject. What? My favorite subject. Your favorite subject, Black Irish. Of course it is. Uh, we talk, we, we talked about well, IKP. My other favorite subject talks for himself, so. What's who well vacant? Hello. You were saying about Black Irish. <laughs> Let's talk about Black Irish. All right. Uh, uh, so IKP challenging for the Fubar City Championship, taking on a DW Domino Warrior. Uh, I know your confidence is high that IKP can walk out as Fubar City champ. What is he? How is the preparation for him? What is he doing to get ready for this Fubar City street fight against DW? I mean, honestly, 
Watch an IKP lad workout gives me a headache because it's just ridiculously intense. Um, he is a big lad and he is ungodly strong and he's not afraid of getting hurt, which makes him perfect for hardcore matches and especially FUBAR. And um, overall, I, I don't like DW's chances. Uh, this is not throwing off on her. Obviously, she has come long way or has found a very creative way to carry a horseshoe around with her and I'm not going to speculate on which switch uh, but uh, she's had a hell of a rise here in the last few weeks and I don't think it's going to be an easy fight by any means but at the end of the night I'm pretty sure that IKP is going to be the new Fubara City Champion Okay Let's talk about now Scythe and Liam O'Shaughnessy, both competing for the Triple Crown Championship against Chris Cage. Uh, I, I've got to know, do you think those two will work together so that, to guarantee that one of them walks out as Triple Crown Champion, or is it every man for himself when it comes to the Triple Crown Championship? I mean, once we get down to that last match where it's Scythe Lad versus Liam, then yeah, it's going to be every man for himself, but... Black Irish got as far as we did by being both smart and good-looking. And I know that they're going to work together to make sure that Chris Cage don't have a shot at retaining. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. And, uh, you know, both of them are looking for their first R.A.W.F. gold. I mean, consider that fact. Uh, Considering neither of them has won R.A.W.F. gold as of yet, I mean... Is it going to be easy for one or the other to say, hey, you take... Again, it's going to be every man for himself once that comes around. Um, I mean, Liam has held gold everywhere else he's been. Scythe's held gold everywhere else he's been. Both are incredible fighters. Uh, I know Scythe's got a chip on his shoulder because of the last few times that he's gone after gold. It hadn't gone his way. Um, Part of that is just who he's been running into. Side ahead, which is Chris Cage. And I feel like both Chris and Liam are going to have a hard time overcoming Scythe when he puts his mind to it. He's just got to get himself out of the headspace that he's got some sort of jinx on him when it comes to pay-per-view matches. All right. Well, one last thing, Maeve, uh, just four days' time is your favorite day, at least here in in American holiday, uh, St. Patrick's Day. Talk to me about how much that means. St. Patrick's Day ain't an American holiday, lad. You you folks didn't invent it. You just polluted it. Um, Actually, myself, I'm a little more partial to St. Bridget's Day. Um but you folks don't seem to know what that is other than an excuse to take me money. Uh, but, no, I am looking forward to St. Patrick's Day. I'm very excited for all the folks that have signed up for the tournament. I am hopeful that someone from Black Irish or someone else I'm friends with will do well enough in the tournament to get most of me money, but you never know. Um, and I do have something else to say about St. Patrick's Day, but I will hold that until the promotion. Okay. does not have anything to do with R.A.W.F. specifically. I have a question for you, Bossman. Okay. What did you ever do with that creepy doll? 
I ain't seen it in the last couple of weeks, and well, I, I got me nervous. I, it's gonna like pop out of a closet or something. No, it's 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 hidden away. It's nowhere near us. That you're fine. I put it away. I had my fun with it, you know, because I was just teasing you with it. So I don't uh, I don't want to know what kind of fun you had with the doll that looks like me, boss son. That's not what I meant. Not what I meant at all. <laughs> I meant I was teasing you with it. That was fun. I'm done doing that because, you know, don't want to overkill. <sighs> well, don't talk to anyone else, but all right. All right. Have you thought any more about the idea of having having somebody interview you once in a while? Uh, I mean, I suppose we could do that. Who do you have in mind to interview me, though? I'm, I would have to be, you know, somebody. I, 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 it would have to be somebody. I don't, I don't know. Who do you want to interview me? You? Oh God, no. Nobody oh. wants to listen to that. Okay, well then, who who did you no, have in mind? You don't know what I'm talking about anyway. How am I going to interview you? Well, that, I mean, that is a good point. I'm I'm scared though. I don't know. I don't know if I want to be interviewed. You're scared? Yeah. Boston, this is me. This is Maisie. What have but I ever done not... that makes you think I would do anything to hurt you? Nothing. But you said you weren't the one being the interviewer. You really think I'd send someone that you wouldn't like to interview you? Well, it's not like I'm gonna go dig up your ex-wife or something. Man, you don't have to <laughs> dig her up. Don't don't even talk about. It. Anyways, <sighs> uh, all right. Well, you know, I suppose we can. Uh, I mean, I I know who I would pick, but I know you're gonna say no, so I'm not even gonna mention it. But. I will do some digging and see who I can find. It might be worth taking some of your time. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. I'm 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 not against being interviewed, but you know, I, just, I don't know. It's been a while. I haven't done it. I haven't done an interview in so long. Hmm. All right. I can see there's May. a lot of things you haven't done in a long time, boss man. I'm not. Hmm. <laughs> you know, I can always fun. get that doll back out. I Just mean, saying. like I said, I don't need to know what you do in your spare time. I'm not kink shaming, but I don't need to have those images. I mean, I salute your taste. It's a very pretty doll. It's just rather uncanny valuable. But anyway. Do you have a match at the pay-per-view, Bossman? I, I mean, no, I don't, and I, you know, I, I really don't want one. So if you're going to suggest that, no, I'm not not interested in having a match at the pay-per-view. I'm really not. So let's not. Mm-mm. All right. Okay. I mean, it's your pay-per-view. You do what you like. Yep. Well, folks, I hate to cut this short, but it is midnight. The show uh, ran a little late. I'm. Maeve, what is it you wanted to promote real quick? I wanted to promote a second St. Patrick's Day tournament that I'm helping to uh, host over in No Mercy Wrestling, where I'm a GM along with uh, Liam O'Shaughnessy. And it's going to be a join and leave tournament. We're going to have the links up in a couple of days. But you can get in touch with either me or Liam 
to get an interview to the company if you're an interview. I'm I'm not even drinking. It's Lent. Oh. You can get an invitation to the company from either me or Liam uh, to join up for the tournament. Uh, first prize is going to be 100 wrestler bucks. Second prize is going to be a million coins. And we're hoping to have a good turnout. So everyone, pile on over there. And you can be in two St. Patrick's Day tournaments and win even more of Maeve's money. And remember, the tip of the tongue, the lips, the teeth. Good night, boss man. You told me you didn't have that here. No, no. Wait, look what I found out in the hall. Make it live. There you are. Your seat's comfy. I can see why you like it so much. Am I supposed to sit on your knee? I don't think that would go well. You can sit on my lap. Uh, I'm kind of big. So I've heard. I, I, I might crush you. I'm willing to take. You also won't be able to see anything. I mean, all there is just to look at his boss man. I know what he looks like. Yeah, fair enough. You you all heard there. If you hear a squishing squishing sound, you know what it is. Oh, Maeve, do you want to spin the wheel for see who you're facing tomorrow? Yes. Yes, I love spinning the wheel. It makes funny sounds. Oh, Maeve, you're going to have to spin it. Let's do it. You're in my way. 